0: Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is October twenty sixth, and what I want to say is, any season when you are not looking like a Super Bowl contender, think that's a failure of a season. And I would say, up to this point, we have not looked like Super Bowl contenders. Therefore, this season is heading in the direction of a failure because is it- you have to look like Super Bowl contenders as. If you have Patrick Mahomes, got another squeaky chair. You Hold need on. to look like Super Bowl contenders, and so that's very frustrating uh, to me. I know it's going to be a long career for Patrick Mahomes, so I'm not like on this, you know, worried about the future of the organization, anything like that. I am worried about this season because uh, it's going to be a long, good career for Mahomes. So I'm not not on that page yet, but uh, like you shouldn't be having seasons like this. In in this part of Mahomes' career, when he has the greatest tight end of all time, it's true, and the greatest deep threat in the history of the NFL, like those things, those guys are generational players. So Mahomes, th- this is one of one of his you know timeframes where he and the Chiefs should be a lot better than what they are right now. Yeah, it, it's it's wasting this talent of Mahomes. Oh, and the greatest tight end and the. Best deep th- threat in the history of the NFL. Like this is a golden era right now, and it sucks to see them not look like contenders at all.
1: Yeah, you jumped. You jumped right into just like being mad, I uh-huh. Kev. Yeah, uh-huh. I, th- I thought we. were, You know, normally we we get it started with a little like lightheartedness. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought you were just gonna go with being, you know, a season where we're not Super Bowl contenders and where we're not number one. In power rankings every single week, <laughs> um, it stinks. It's not it, fun.
0: It's not fun. It stinks.
1: I didn't have uh, very much fun watching the game. Like, I got to the point on on Sunday where I was like rooting for us to lose worse, so that because the game was already <laughs> That's lost. dark. That's twisted. It was. It was dark and twisted because I was. I was almost like, man, if we lose, if it gets worse, then again, I keep on like waiting for this. Wake me up, and mm-hmm. I keep on thinking that. Hopefully, if we just get to our get our asses kicked enough, the team will wake up. But it just doesn't make any sense. I'm very confused. I I'm very lost because we went sixteen and one with our starters last year and went to the Super Bowl and we were like unbeatable and we were up until that point and and then it's the same team, same personnel. Uh, Except we got better in spots that we were not as good, Mm -hmm. allegedly, and we are not a good football team right now. Uh, And so it's very confusing. It's very frustrating. I don't understand what the Chiefs are. It's weird that they don't have an identity, according to Andy Reid. He said they're still trying to figure that out. And I I don't really put a whole – I don't – I basically put no stock into what Andy Reid says at a press conference because he's so just – he only talks in cliches and he doesn't reveal anything at all. Um, but that is weird to say. And, yeah, I mean, th- this game, you know, it, it, it everyone is finally looking at, again, it takes losses in order for us to see how bad we actually are. And how bad we actually are has a lot to do with – Brett Veach and the team that he has built. Yes. Him and Andy combined. Like, there's no way Brett Veach, who's 43 years old, who had no GM experience before this season, like just has, you know,
0: total control. Yeah, over over or the roster. final decision. Like, obviously, yeah.
1: Andy Reid has a big part of that. And the team is just not very good. We're not very deep. Uh, and I encourage you, I tweeted it out today, but I encourage you to go read um. Seth Kaiser's article on this, but it's essentially that Brett Veach, anytime there was a small hole, he took a huge swing and tried Mm -hmm. to fix it immediately. So anytime there was... He took
0: the... Think of the wet seal or the flex seal yeah. slapping it on the hole. That yeah, meme. Big swing.
1: That meme for basically every problem that the Chiefs have had. Mm-hmm. And But it's a
0: very, very expensive type of flex seal. Exactly. That you have to give an arm and a leg for.
1: M- made of gold mm-hmm. type of flex seal. And the Ringer actually wrote an article about the, this exact same thing and about how Brett Veach has um, tried to fix problems quickly by just like making a big splash signing mm-hmm. and make putting in a name and a big contract that that looks good and uh, it has not worked. I mean, I think that's fair to say it hasn't worked. it hasn't worked with Orlando Brown so far. It obviously hasn't worked with Frank Clark. It didn't work with Anthony Hitchens, which was the first trade and sign that Veach made. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, he just he hasn't drafted good. He's not a very good talent evaluator. He has not done a good job, job uh, drafting. So I think all of that adds up to. I don't think Brett Beach is very good at his job.
0: Yeah, I legitimately fair.
1: don't think that. Maybe he's good at the contract stuff, but a lot of that credit goes to our cap salary guy, who everyone loves and mm-hmm. continues to give credit to. So like, yeah, we've done a good job of maneuvering the cap. I, I feel like because of, but that's that, that's more like. Brett Veach's mistakes of signing these guys to big contracts, someone's had to recover and, and maneuver and manipulate the cap a little bit. So, like, I just don't think that Brett Veach is good enough at his job to be a guy that can be trusted going forward to, to build the team around Mahomes. He said this in February before the Super Bowl. Like, Brett Veach is quoted as saying, like, it's hard to mess this up because I've got a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback. And those are the two most important positions maybe in all of sports. And Brett Veach literally said in an interview, it's hard to mess that up. I've been given a good situation. But, you know, he added, like, but I'm not going to rest on my laurel, blah, blah, blah. But up until this point of this season, after that interview, it looks like he's kind of messed it up. Because if we have a a season where we don't make the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes, which now I would say is basically a coin flip, Mm -hmm. that's – You've royally screwed up. Yep. If you can't make the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes and and still like a really good offense and and so all of that's to say there's a lot of blame to go around. Lots I think, of it. Uh, literally every position group, um, every every player essentially, no one had like a great game mm-hmm. and no one's had a great season. So like every even Nick Bolton, I love Nick Bolton. Yeah, you do. His, True he, son. He leads the NFL in tackles for loss. That's that's awesome for a rookie. He's absolutely making an impact against the run game. But he's without a doubt, even Nick Bolton fans like myself, Mizzou fans, like, he's a liability in coverage. So, mm-hmm. like, the, we can't – no one's having a good season. No one. Tyreek's having drops. Travis can't stay healthy. Uh, the yards after catch for Travis have gone down tremendously. Mahomes isn't very accurate. Uh, he's still struggling with stepping up in the pocket. Andy Reid's play calling – I don't know what's going on, but I also think on top of Veach, time to evaluate his position at the at the at the club. Same with Eric Bienneme. It is Mm -hmm. like whatever there whatever's happening with Veach and or sorry, Bienemy and Reed, it's not clicking. It's not working. So Yeah, between I'll slow down.
0: Between Bienname Reed. And Mahomes, something isn't right. Yeah, that was there.
1: And sorry, me but you're the lowest man on the totem pole on, uh, of those three. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if the offense isn't clicking, if things aren't working, if we can't figure out how to beat two high safeties, which every team has been running against us, Mahomes was and blitzed, no blitz, and no, no blitzes. Blitzed. Mahomes and was two high safeties once. Mm-hmm. He's by far and away the lowest blitzed quarterback in the NFL. Every team is running the same defense. So if you can't figure that out, then Something someone's got to go. Yeah. We need new eyes in there. And Bienname, you're the least important person of that trio. So sorry if if again, if we don't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. Bienname and Veach, I don't think they should have a job. I don't think they've good been a good enough job, done a good enough job to keep their job if we don't make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that is frustrating. Again, you it's been week after week after week, we've seen the same type of defense. And you have, again, playmakers on offense. You have Patrick Mahomes on offense, and you have not figured out a scheme uh, to really beat up this mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. So very frustrating. And, and again, or, or, you know, I guess we do, but then we take such big steps back, and mm-hmm. the streakiness of this team is very frustrating. So we talked about the way we played against the Eagles, the second half of the the Washington football team game. It's like that's the, it's there. Mm-hmm. We can be that team. But the the lack of consistency is is mind boggling.
1: Yeah, and so it's just it, it it's extremely frustrating. A lot of other things from this specific game, like that's more big picture stuff. This specific game, um, thirty one Penal- penalties, thirty one pressures on Mahomes, mm-hmm. um, and four, he got sacked four times. Or even letting Brown only being lost once. Um, Sneed when targeted. Uh, the quarterback was 4-for-4 four four for 98 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thornhill, when targeted, again, 4-for-4, four four, 50 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. So, like, the secondary stinks. The linebackers stink. The D-line stinks. Every, everyone stinks. Every
0: position group had a bad day. Yes. Every, yeah, that was what um, we like. were
1: Yeah, so the O-line, I, I'm not, like –
0: Four of 11 on third downs. When's the last time you've seen a Chiefs team look like that on well, third Well, I think down?
1: we were 0 for 8 by the time like the fourth quarter started. Like, yeah. We picked up four of those in garbage time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, you know, it's, it's it's just down. It's as bad as it's been. In, in five years. Since 2015, probably. when we were 1 in 5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we literally ran the table that year and finished we did. 11 and 5, or or 12 and 4, or uh-huh. or. Ten and six. I'm already forgotten.
0: And five, eleven and six. <laughs> eleven and five. Eleven and five. Yes, we won ten um, in a row. But yeah, I we mean, won eleven in a row, including yeah, that playoff game.
1: We're just not a. We, we're not a very good team. We don't mm-hmm. have a very good roster, other than other than you know the key players. Other very, than,
0: it's top heavy. Yeah, very top
1: heavy, and that is all about Brett Beach. I mean, that's his job. Mm-hmm. That's his job. He yeah. hasn't done a good enough job at it, and when you have this high of expectations.
0: And he said it himself. He inherited the coach mm -hmm. and the quarterback. I mean, yes, he did play a really big part in landing that quarterback, but he Mm -hmm. wasn't the GM at the time. And, yeah.
1: A lot of other hot takes going around um, that I'm not going to get behind. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so the video going around of, like, Chris Jones, that someone tweeted of Chris Jones, and it says, like, he's not giving full effort on that Mm -hmm. play. I don't see anything wrong really in that video. Yeah. And I'm very much against taking like one video of one play or a screen grab of mm-hmm. something and being like, look, Chris Jones, the defense didn't give any effort. Yeah. And it's like literally, I think it was like, I don't know who it was on Twitter, but tweeted this video of Chris Jones and was like, look, look at 95, not giving any effort. The defense has no effort. It's like you literally took one player from one play mm-hmm. and you're extrapolating how you're feeling. About the entire defense on every single play because of that one. So and I'm very yeah, much they gave up three
0: yards that. a rush to Derrick Henry, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. The running backs don't. Um, like that, but. but what about what about your boy Frank Clark on the sideline, laughing it up, having yeah. a good time? I mean, I'm not. That was that was three bad looking seconds. That was very bad.
1: Is <laughs> it bad? Bad visual for sure. And and visuals matter. Like yeah. you play in a sport where fandom and fans are. Uh, you know they're a part of the game mm-hmm. my job no one's no one's watching me do my job mm-hmm. if i like don't if i like don't work very hard for 30 minutes of the day like no one is going to care mm-hmm. but you you have to understand the type of work environment that you're in and yep. you can't just be laughing it up i don't think it's like a problem again i'm not going to take that one example that one clip of 3 seconds of frank clark laughing yep. and being like the defense doesn't care The defense is undisciplined. Andy Reid's lost the locker room, which I know some people will do, but, like,
0: that's not. Mm, Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I mean, you're not
1: living in reality if you think that's uh, the truth. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just – I have, like, a list of, like, 20 things on here that I'm very worried about the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I got to most of them. I don't think anyone cares about my opinion on the rest, (laughs) but let's just say I'm down bad.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, thankfully – you had an okay watch it like you just got to watch it on a TV. Mm-hmm. I was watching it on a phone, so which actually was kind of nice because basically I was just watching blobs on the screen. Mm-hmm. I could tell it wasn't going well for the red and white blobs, though it wasn't. Um, so like that, I, I was very I thought that was gonna be my personal pine tar that I had to watch it in a car on a phone, but but it actually turned out okay because nice. I just watched blobs. You know, obviously the blue blobs did better, but. You know, didn't hurt as Mm -hmm. bad. I don't think. Yeah, Uh, and I wasn't there at the game like a lot of Chiefs fans were, because there there was a lot of red in the stadium. There's a lot of Uh, red, a a loud home of the Chiefs. Um, I don't really feel bad for them because I got to spend the whole weekend in Nashville, which is awesome. I feel bad for them today. That's yeah,
1: probably very hungover. Don't want to be them today, but
0: that had to be fun outside of those three hours. Mm -hmm. But that can ruin that can ruin a trip. That could trip trip trip
1: ruiner. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, other like quick notes um, from watching the game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time I've ever had doubts about the long term Andy Reid being in charge forever. Yeah, which is sad.
0: You got you think about John Harbaugh again last night.
1: I like I like, <laughs> I like uh, uh, the Chargers head coach a lot. Yeah, he's a new crush of mine. Uh-huh. Um, defense makes me want to puke. Uh, running the ball on second and ten while down fourteen points makes me want to just throw the tv out the window.
0: What about uh kicking a field goal down 27 points?
1: Mm. <laughs> um and Mahomes only threw the ball past the first down marker on 25% of his pass attempts. Mm. So, dink and dunk is back.
0: Yeah. It's sad. I know. Well, we got to figure out something. We yep. got to figure out a way to beat this this uh defense that's being thrown at us yeah. on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So,
1: some might say running the ball
0: Dare you? Do I think Tyreek Hill need needs to establish four to
1: five snaps as the running back each game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he should be used in play action there. Uh, so just like line Tyree Hill up as a running back, and all of a sudden everyone's looking in the backfield. We used to do that a lot when Alex Smith was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we don't do it anymore. I don't even. we don't have to give him the ball. Just put yeah. him back there. Um, I think Demarcus Robinson might be the worst wide receiver in the NFL. Okay um but we got to do something play action Josh
0: Gordon season where play is
1: it? action line Tyreek up in the backfield do something to get the attention of the safeties into the backfield yeah let's get um, creative so but we haven't I don't I'd love to see how many play action play actions we ran last year because mm-hmm. or sorry yesterday because it I didn't see a single play action mm-hmm. and you don't have to run the ball effectively for play actions to be effective. That has been statistically proven. So we know don't that. Say it. Don't say that. That's important. You don't have to run the ball effectively to be good at play action passes. But so so you just have to do it. Uh-huh. So people will fall for it. They've shown videos of linebackers falling for play actions when the running back
0: goes the wrong goes way. the wrong way. Yeah, it's true. And you don't have to yeah, do it. You'd like to see that. Uh, and. I mean, if, if if that's the strength of this line of scrimmage or the, the this offensive line to run the ball more, are you okay? I, I am okay Hill with it. If Tyree Hill
1: is the running back and gets four carries again, Yeah, and I'm okay Clyde with And if Clyde alaire catches more passes out of the
0: backfield, I think that can bring safeties down. Mm-hmm. Got to do something to get them out of this, just being able to sit back and, and sit on the passing game and not have to blitz and, and all of that. Yeah. Defenses can just get way too comfortable against us. Yeah, so. all right okay uh, I feel better Chiefs rank in the bottom five in both pass
1: pass rush win w- rate and run stop win rate and the only other team in the bottom five in each of those categories is the Lions mm which, who are that's 0 and good 7.
0: good company that's good company mm. uh, all right let's move on <laughs> let's uh, I feel better at this after this therapy session uh, let's talk a little bit uh, some openings here in Kansas City uh, we've got Lula. Uh, coming Lula, in Lula, in the former uh, former Nara space.
1: Yeah, I like that they just like they're opening a restaurant called Lula, and it was formerly in Nara, so I appreciate that mm-hmm. continuity and just yeah making it easier on me. So Nara, Nara the sushi. Nara was sushi. Okay, Lula is southern a southern cookhouse. Okay, um, thinking As they're getting fancy with, with these names. Uh, fried kitchen or sorry, fried chicken. Um, Something called a London broil Don't know Don't know what that is Pigtails and braised beef strips Are going to be featured on the menu Basically heavily uh, meat and seafood Heavy meat and seafood menu Um, The owner is a guy named Brady Gilmore Brady has experience in the restaurant industry He was the head chef at Graham & Dunn For a little bit At a place called Ignite Woodfire Grill He started a catering company Called Craven It KC He does private chef dinners so he's got a lot of experience in KC uh, food, but um, yeah, Lula, it says it's going to be a pop-up restaurant, which again,
0: what do you mean? Is, I don't know. Like just here for a little bit, I guess. I guess. Interesting.
1: I don't know what, I don't know what a pop-up restaurant means.
0: Maybe just see if it has legs, you know, isn't that what every up?
1: restaurant's doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess like, so. Let's see. Let's pop up. Let's start a restaurant mm-hmm. and then see if it works. And if it works, then we'll stay there.
0: Maybe they're creating demand, like, oh, it's a pop up. We gotta get there before it oh, goes away.
1: Like the fake like a fake line outside of a bar or something like mm-hmm. that. Or like exactly. every tele, tele
0: or the going out of business. Marketer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or
1: like like how um like bands will go on their final tour mm-hmm. like six years in a row. Yep. like something like that. Like that. Something creating like that. fake demand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine um, with that.
0: All right, also opening. So that's Lula. That's Lula. And Nora. In the crossroads. Sometimes at
1: the end of the month. I don't know. Maybe it's really fast to open up since it's a pop-up.
0: Um, all right, uh, Van Gogh Alive. Uh, is that coming to Starlight and the Nelson Atkins? All right. So this is very confusing. I'm I already confused. a good confused.
1: amount of research to help out the people who listen to this show. Basically, right now, Van Gogh. Thanks I think he died research. like 130 years ago. Mm-hmm. He's hot in yeah. the streets. Okay. And immersive art experiences are also hot in the street. So there's like five different Van Gogh immersive experiences in the United States currently touring. That's what's the happening.
0: The country, okay.
1: We've got two of them in Kansas City. Van Gogh Alive is is at starlight it is put on by like grand experiences or something like that that is at starlight on the stage running from october 23rd through december 1st okay maybe december 31st i can't remember that's like they're what they're bragging about is 40 projectors 300 images and basically it's these projectors that are projecting van gogh's art onto these surfaces and then there's like Sunflowers, and I think there's some stuff that you can like kind of touch and feel as well. It's supposed to be immersive. There's also an exhibit called Immersive Van Gogh. Okay. That is at the Nelson, and that is from December 1st through February 6th. That is 100 projectors, so 60 more projectors. Okay. Whatever that means. That is being put on by Italian film producer.
0: I can't wait for you to say this name.
1: Massamalano Sicard. There you go. Not not bad. Of course, you know, you know Massimilano, Sicard, yeah, right?
0: Big fan of his work.
1: This is the one that I think is so popular. Do you know why all the, like what's contributing to some of this popularity?
0: Um I'll I'll outside of hint. Van Gogh?
1: It's a really, really bad Netflix show. Called Emily in Paris. Have you heard about oh, this? Oh,
0: Emily in Paris.
1: Is that what is that what they're calling it?
0: Well, it, it rhymes when you say it in the French way.
1: Is that really what people call it?
0: Emily in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that how the French say Paris? I don't know. I think they say Paris.
1: Okay, but is that what mm-hmm. fans of the show call it?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen the show. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: and you're not a fan.
0: No, okay. not a fan. I swear, I haven't seen it. <laughs> swear. I, no, I, swear. I haven't watched it. I've been watching uh, football.
1: Yeah, football and and yeah. uh, and. Freaking Murder Mysteries, yeah. Um, so, Emily in Paris is a really bad TV show. I mean, it's it's so bad. Like, it's cringe. It's cringe bad. But some people are saying it's so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, what's that show on Netflix?
0: It's uh, so bad, it's good. Squid lost, Game?
1: Lost, uh, The Lost Treasure, and like Outer Banks. Oh, okay. Kind of like Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. Probably These
0: similar are, audiences. Yeah. S-
1: Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. So Emily in Paris, it has um, uh, Phil Collins' daughter is in it. Her name's Lily Collins. Mm -hmm. She's been doing uh, promotions for this immersive Van Gogh experience because she goes to it in Paris, Paris, Emily in Paris. So anyways, there are two different um, attractions from two different companies, both in Kansas City. I think there's some overlap in December. But just no. One's at the Nelson. One's at Starlight. They are different, and all of this is due to a really crappy
0: Emily in Paris
1: TV show (laughs) on Netflix Netflix called Emily in Paris. Okay, and mm, that's all I got.
0: All right. I didn't know that that was uh, so. Van Van Gogh
1: is open now. You can go. I already saw some. It like both experiences are as instagrammable as it comes. Okay. You good cannot take a bad instagram from the from these experiences. So, yes. just I think that's also a big contributor to the immersive art experience. It looks good on the gram. It looks good on the gram. Okay. So, uh that's Van Gogh Alive, open now, but just know
0: there's two. Yeah, there's another one coming in December. All right. Uh closing bowlings? Just a certain location or what are you talking? Mm. Like, like, I, let me down easy. If this, I is... I put
1: this in there and then I forgot oh gosh. to, to do research on cliffhanger,
0: it. cliffhanger because um, I was looking at that like, oh boy, oh boy. I, Here we go. I hope it's not all closing.
1: Let's go.
0: Okay, so well, here's
1: what happened. It was the, it was the, uh, it was the old login to the Kansas City Star app because um, it's a story on the Kansas City Star. I clicked on it on Twitter and then. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't, couldn't read it. Yeah. So um, after 14 years in the city market, uh, Bowlings will close in the city market, okay. and it's just going to open basically a carryout place with a few seats indoors and a small patio about a half a block east of where it is.
0: Downsizing, getting ready for to goes. Yeah. So okay. basically,
1: just doing to goes. I don't know how Bowlings on the plaza hasn't converted to this. I walk by it like yeah. almost every single day. I've never seen anyone in there.
0: I've eaten in there once. I've was eaten it, it to go. Yes, it was it was very empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But anyways, the so the the city market location of Bowlings is sticking around. Um, it also looks like Bowlings will be in the new Kansas City International Airport terminal. Okay. So good for them. All right. Wow, Bowlings. Uh, so, but Bowling's City Market is uh, closing, but you can still do carryout down there, which. I imagine is the majority of their business already.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, all right. Let's move into uh, a little what we try this week. Uh, this week, put together a wedding registry. Ooh. Oh, boy. how to go? Walking into Crate and Barrel. Yeah. That's intimidating as hell. Like, uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I have not spent any time in a Crate and Barrel before. This is <clears> like <throat> my first time in a Crate and wow. Barrel. Like I've gone in for maybe a, a second or two. Yeah to return something once. and That was it. I've never shopped at a crate and barrel. Did it
1: look like walking into like mine and Megan's kitchen? Cause yeah. I think like we're the basic crate and barrel uh, that buys everything. The
0: results, you. 90% kitchen items on the registry. I would say Got like, I, I didn't know, that? Well, I guess I didn't know <laughs> like all of these things I've never used before. So in my head, I'm like, well, I've never used that in my life. Why would I need one now? I don't know. Apparently something happens when you get married and you need baskets for bread I've never had a bread basket before in my life. I've done okay with that one. Okay. That that was a point of contention there. The bread basket? The bread basket was point of contention number one. Point of contention number two, cheese boards. I've made it 31 years of my life without ever owning a cheese board, a cheese knife, a cheese um, sign. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to come out with a victory. No, I've got chalk Uh to write the cheese names. I've got... uh, like little flags to put in the cheese That's so you right. can identify them and i've got a cheese board with an r on it i thought it was going to come out on top i would call that a loss for an me. r yeah Oof. on the cheese board wow mm-hmm. so didn't know these things that i've never owned before i've done just fine without now i need them so i would say 90 percent kitchen stuff and did you, just, did you go upstairs i did we got some towels very expensive yeah we were running a little short on time but Here's another thing, though. What did you,
1: you have to get to? Why were you running short on time?
0: Um, this was, like, not actually this week. It was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. I think I had to get to a wedding. Oh, yeah, okay. I had to get I to a wedding. I thought it was going to be something dumb. Damn. No, it was a wedding. Uh, But here's what I will say, and I don't mean to disappoint anybody who's going to register soon, but the scanner, there's no more scanner. Mm. It's all done on an app on your phone. Oh, so, like, you, don't, yeah, you don't... You don't get the gun
2: and just... Pew, 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 you don't pew, get pew. the gun,
0: not at, not at Creighton Barrel anymore. Bye bye baby. You still get a gun. So, okay.
1: So go ahead and just get pregnant so you can have that gun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
0: so yeah, those are things that I, I didn't know about that I would need. Um But apparently I do. Do you want some, do you want some things that I guarantee you, you
1: put on there that you won't ever use?
0: Sure. Give it to me.
1: Beer glasses.
0: Didn't put them on there. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I
1: put like three different types of beer glasses on there. We just put there.
0: martini glasses on there, though. I've never had a martini in my life. <laughs> never made one. I think gin goes in martinis. Or vodka. Or vodka. I've never made one. Espresso martinis? Never made one. Very hot in the streets right now. But we've got them. Uh, a set of four is $64. So they're expensive, too. The What else? What else? Here's what you'll oh, need. Oh, I've all. got a, a pie dish as well on here. Never made a pie. Never seen my fiance make a pie. But we've got a pie dish now. Well, because now.
1: you've never had a pie dish. That's, That's probably why you've right. Never made That's a pie. That's probably
0: right. Um, yeah. So these are things that these are things
1: that you will use for hosting. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are the cheese boards, the martini glasses. Um, those things are for hosting, and that is what you will do in the future. Okay. You're not going to live in your up your apartment by the peanut.
0: Yep. I guess I don't <laughs> your get to do that life. anymore. I've I've tried. I would like to try to but you're probably right and so is Jesse so this is how it was explained to me
1: you're going to be hosting at some point and, and apparently
0: need... bread is going to be involved when I host is also what I learned bread and cheese oh yeah pie pie mm-hmm. yeah. I've never done those things before but
1: at least you didn't do like I bought the I really wanted like the big food processor mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna make all this freaking like pizza dough and different things like that I've got this like big old food processor. That's mm-hmm. not cheap.
0: Yeah. I, well, I'm getting the Ninja that has a couple attachments, but okay. I, I'm, a, I'm a smoothie guy, so it mm, will get used. Not a smoothie guy, but mm-hmm. I have a
1: Ninja that I don't use. Okay. Um, what did I try this week? Oh, this week I tried uh, Scratch Gourmet, uh, Express Gourmet and Catering. Okay. So we talked about Scratch. Our friend Tyler, Tyler. Morrison- uh, opened Scratch uh, probably about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. It's essentially like a catering business, but you can also just come in and get food to go that's already cooked for you. So, and the menu changes every week. So it's kind of like Hello Fresh, but the food is made fresh by someone else mm-hmm. and by professionals, and they use fresh ingredients, local ingredients, as opposed to like Hello Fresh and Blue Apron. It was very good. Awesome. And... It is like, I mean, it's way cheaper than than going out to eat and ordering it from a regular restaurant. Okay. So like, I got short rib. Uh, the the short rib was the main entree. Um, it was like cooked in. I think like it had some like risotto around it and cooked in like this this wine sauce. Very good. And then we the shareable the appetizer was chicken cordon bleu bites. Oh like wow! Basically little little like nuggets. Hell yeah! Little hamster nuggets of chicken I love cordon bleu. Little hamsters. Mm. And then like a salad, and uh, um, my wife also got an appetizer, and I think we spent like forty bucks.
0: That's pretty good for two apps, two entrees,
1: two apps, two entrees, and salads. That's pretty good. Uh, So again, and this changes every week, so uh, it was very delicious. I would recommend uh, if you don't feel like cooking dinner, just swinging by there. The entrees are usually like fifteen to sixteen bucks. The apps are usually like you know ten or eleven salads. Um, right around, like, five or six. So, again, restaurant quality, not restaurant prices. But if you're getting it to go, then, you know,
0: just go there. Uh, let's talk Kansas Cityans of the Week this week. Uh, first up, uh, we've got a bull and two cows <laughs> who have escaped.
1: Well, when you have the opportunity to give the Kansas Cityan of the Week award to one bull and two cows, mm-hmm. you have to do it. Yeah, you very do. Very
0: Kansas City. So, um, it's cow town
1: bull and two cows escaped from a meat processing plant. Oh, no, <laughs> running for their lives in, uh, like near Blue Springs. Um, there's probably a lot of jokes to be written about that. Um, I'm sure someone could write a, a someone's probably written a movie about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie doesn't end well, it's not a happy ending. The bull was you know near people so had to be shot in the yep. head mm-hmm. with just a regular gun yep uh the cows also were euthanized uh so yeah they probably lost all that meat too
0: yeah so no one gets to no eat. one wins no one wins no really. one gets that bull they thought they were home free but the
1: no cows man. they escaped and they uh, also were euthanized I, I think that's just you know code for being shot in the head with a police pistol mhm probably uh, so that stinks for uh, those bulls and cows But good job escaping They almost made it They were running for their lives I think yeah. that's why I gave
0: them Kansas City of the Week I said, hey, ladies Let's get out of here And the bull made a run for it The bull the made a run for it Yeah, just, it.
1: he's just looking for A good old-fashioned threesome mm-hmm. Bull and two cows Escape, running for their lives That close Maybe they were in
0: love um, All right Also, uh, the Tim Melia Kansas City of the Week award He's back He was the the goalie in that video? Yeah. Who slammed... Who body slammed that punk from Seattle. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, plus it was a
1: Seattle sounder, and it was the playoff-clinching game for us.
0: Okay, hell yes. I love that. Now, knowing... I I saw the clip go viral, and I didn't see a score bug on -hmm. it when I saw it go viral, but what's the wrestling move called?
1: Um, uh, Rock Bottom.
0: I think it's called Rock Bottom. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: because Dwayne The Rock Johnson...
0: Yeah, Ever heard yeah, of him? Yeah, I've heard of him.
1: Uh, he did tweet out a video, uh, this video of Tim Melia, who's, I think now the leader. I think this is his third time winning Kansas City in yep. of the Week. Mm-hmm. I think he has more Kansas City in of the Weeks than Patrick Mahomes. That is true. Which is right where he belongs. Mahomes stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Tim Melia, you know, there's a play at the net. There's a Seattle Sounder right in front of him trying to block his view. Tim Melia delivers the rock bottom, takes him down, suplexes him into the ground. You know, he gets a yellow card. Um,
0: Worth probably it. Probably should
1: have been a red. Yeah. But, uh, gets the yellow card, stood up for himself. Uh, it's a great clip. Timilia is a boss and I love Timilia. body slams him. And then in soccer classic fashion, in classic soccer fashion, he gets up like, "What? I what didn't do anything." I do? What? This guy, and he tried to Timilia tried to make it look Play like the he victim. was being taken down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh very classic soccer. It was great. It looked awesome, especially being up against our rivals, Seattle Sounders. Um, I fully support Tim Melia in this action, and uh,
0: he deserves this Kansas City of the Week award. Yeah. All right. Next up, we've got a. Uh Hey, look, there's KC. I think we could also call this a, a people like us. Wayne Gretzky, ever heard of him? The great one? He thinks we should get an NHL team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky said— I mean, said, if he says it, then yeah. Wayne Gretzky said, uh, from a practical practical point of view,
1: the three, I would say, of cities that should get a team, Kansas City, that's who he said first, so yes. top of his mind, uh, Houston, and Quebec City. I don't know much about Quebec City.
0: Don't know where it is. Houston? No. Gross. No. So,
1: when Gretzky thinks we should get an NHL team, I'm fine with that. I agree.
0: Give it to us. I agree. All right. So, uh, let's see. Time to move on to our personal pine tar this week. Life's minor inconveniences really getting the best of you. Um, All right. I messed up. I messed up big time, and I'm upset with myself. I went to Bucky's in Texas this weekend. And I, I, you know, you, you, they've got, they're famous for their beef jerky, their fudge. They've got barbecue. They've got the Bucky Nuggets. Uh, what else do they have? Dude, uh, brisket, kolaches, tacos. Brisket, tacos, tacos, breakfast tacos, Oof. all of that, all of that stuff. I was so hungover and maybe in bonus land that I couldn't decide what to get. Walked out of there with a pack of gummy worms. And that is it. 20 minutes spitting Bucky's. Walked out the pack of gummy worms. That's it.
1: That's a crime.
0: It's a I, I know, and I I won't go to Bucky's again for years. I don't know who when knows? I'm gonna see a Bucky's again. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but I I, Maybe when I messed up.
1: K State plays in the Big Twelve Championship football. Oh, probably not.
0: Yeah, probably not. Uh, hey, we won this weekend. Okay.
2: Oh we yeah, you did we come did. Back. <laughs> yeah. and you got great the coach comeback. fired.
0: And we got their coach fired. Yeah. So uh, that's actually not a great thing. It's like. You lost to K State. Now we're firing you. Like that when you you're let K
1: State come back against you.
0: You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. That's not great. But uh yeah, I messed up. I was in Bucky's. I had a chance to redeem or, or to to take advantage of it, and I got all I could think of was gummy worms, sounded good. And you were
1: sending a lot of social media out, so maybe you were distracted by that.
0: I could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So big miss.
1: Kids these days just live wow. on social media, didn't even get to experience the Bucky's brisket breakfast taco, or an any idiot. of their pulled pork sandwiches. Mm. I'm an idiot. All right, my uh, personal pine tar. You you are an idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. My personal pine tar is Halloween. Yeah, hate it. Why? I hate trying to think of a costume. Okay, I'm so uncreative. I I am. It it, it like hurts me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather like do the. Di- I'd rather do dishes. For a week, like my least favorite chores, doing dishes, vacuuming, sweeping, uh-huh. mopping. I'd rather do that than try to think of a Halloween costume to wow.
0: wear. Yeah, that's Let tough. Let
1: alone go try to put it together and assemble it. Mm-hmm. This has been me my entire life. I never liked Halloween. In college, we would just borrow our friends, sisters, uh, nurse uh, scrubs and just go as nurses. Yeah. That was it. Uh-huh. We'd, we'd borrow. We'd get fake glasses. And we would put on scrubs And we would say we were nurses
0: um, that, that I don't know if you Every get, year yeah. Well why don't you do it again this year bring it back
1: Okay but now that I have a one year old Who is the cutest baby On the planet I'm sorry Yeah. That James is it. impossibly cute There's pressure. all these expectations that To come up with like the cutest Halloween themed I, I couldn't come up with a Halloween costume For one person mm-hmm. myself now I've got to come up with a theme for three of us. I'm out. Luckily we have a wedding this weekend, so you know, I won't be in town for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But even having to I think we'll probably try to pull something off. That's gonna suck. Yeah. Hate it. Hate Halloween. I'm not about it. Get me out of here.
0: Uh yeah. I'm I'm very very lukewarm on Halloween. Um, we don't
1: have a single pumpkin. We don't have a single I've fall. got a lot of pumpkins in my house. Right we, now. we don't have a single piece of fall decoration up at our house and I don't give a crap.
0: Okay. Well, I think you're missing on the fall decorations big time. I love pumpkins. I love the pumpkin scented candles. We've discussed my pumpkin scented candle budget on this show, but <laughs> uh, I won't get into that again. But you're missing out there. You're not missing out much on the actual dressing up of Halloween. Yeah. Stinks. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's making its way up there coming close to New Year's Eve of holidays that are overhyped. Yeah. It's, getting, it's making its way up there. Um, all right. Kind I think of, it's already there. Yeah. I don't think it's there yet. Time to talk mixed plate. Mixed plate of arguments that Kansas Cityans love to have. Yeah. So we thought, what do Kansas Cityans love to, to argue about, to debate about? Always civil. Kansas Cityans uh, always their arguments and passions, always civil. Exactly. So I think we're on episode, oh, I was going to tell you. you said 130. 130. 130? Okay. So that means I get to go first. Uh, so... My meat number one here of arguments Kansas Cityans love to have, I would say to downtown ballpark or not to downtown ballpark. That is the question. Uh, It's a debate that people love to have. You know, should we keep it out where it is now? Or if we move it downtown, where should it go? Who's paying for it? Is it good for the city? Is it bad for the city? Is it convenient? Is it inconvenient? Parking. We loved parking. Where the hell am I going to park? Obsessed. We're obsessed with that. The downtown ballpark debate, that is something that Kansas Cityans love to have.
1: They—that That is one of the most KC debates because it very much like encapsulates a lot of the feelings of our region as well. Like mm-hmm. people who don't like uh, urban living and people who are starting to adopt to it as Kansas City downtown grows and mm-hmm. swells. Um, very much a, a regional thing as well. So like, um, yeah, it is probably the most KC argument to have. Um I Meet mean, number one for me, I gotta go the obvious. Kansas mm-hmm. versus Missouri. Okay. We're a we're a, a city that is on a border. It is very unique. I don't think they're like really, I mean New York, New York City kind of a little bit. Yeah. But not really. Um I think like Louisville is really close to Cincinnati uh, or like Cincinnati's
0: on the border of Yeah. Kentucky and Ohio. I think and and then Charlotte is technically on the border of North Carolina South Carolina. Yeah. But I don't think anybody has the the true rivalry mm-hmm. like we do. Yeah,
1: so Kansas versus Missouri, um, you know, there there's so much history there with the Civil War, the two universities, um, yeah, Kansas versus Missouri.
0: Meat number one. It's a great rivalry or a great great argument, which side's better. Um, All right. Uh, My meat number two here, uh, I'm going to go with barbecue sauce. I love having this argument of which barbecue sauce is best. It is a great argument. Um, I remember having this argument in front of some people when I was in college and they were from Wisconsin and they're like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? (laughs) Like, you really argue that much about this? And they were like, like we don't argue about what cheese is our favorite or anything like that.
1: I'll have that argument right now.
0: Uh I was like, Well, yeah, this is just what we do. Uh and if you have Kansas City Masterpiece in your fridge, your argument's invalid. I will not listen to you. <laughs> Claire wouldn't
1: Claire would not be happy with that. Anything
0: you have to say, you're an idiot. <laughs> Claire said we could say that, I think. If I was listening correctly, yes. you're yeah. an idiot. Mm-hmm. If you have KC Masterpiece, or Sweet Baby Ray's in your fridge right now, I do not respect your opinion on barbecue sauce, period.
1: Okay. Um, Meat number two for me. Um, I'm going, we kind of talked about this, NHL or NBA team. Yeah, that's good. Ever since the the Sprint Center was born, like 15 years ago, I think it has been now, there's always been the the desire to bring a, a signature main tenant in there and arguing NHL or NBA team. Uh, is a, um, a, a argument that Kansas Cityans love to have because we have all these college basketball fans uh-huh. that hate the NBA and they don't even they don't even know four teams in the NHL, mm-hmm. but they will take the NHL side of the argument just because they hate the NBA. Yep. And then you have younger people who are like like me. The NBA is awesome. It's a great yep. product. And I would love to have an NBA team, another team to root for there. So um, the NBA versus NHL team for Sprint Center is a very Kansas City argument.
0: Okay. That is a good one. Uh, All right. I'm going to go with one. uh, I don't want to take it too broad, so I'm going to stay specific. Is Alex Gordon a Royals Hall of Famer? (laughs) Is he a Royals Hall of Famer? Okay. Uh, Is – a classic debate. I think he is going to be in there. Now, is he worthy of it? A guy who's like a, a what, like a two fifty something lifetime hitter? Kevin, are, are you really going to
1: use batting average as a <laughs> as a stat for? Come on.
0: What's wrong with using batting average? Let's
1: use wins. Use pitcher, wins. Pitcher wins. <laughs> Just go all the um, way back.
0: So I think that's a a, a debate. That will be had, especially like as it gets time, because he's been retired two years now, so mm-hmm. getting closer to that five year. So we'll see. A time will tell. But is Alex Gordon a Hall of Famer? Um a Royals Hall of Famer? Yeah,
1: I think he is. Let's see. Career 34.4 war. Probably one of the most in Kenzie Royals history. Yeah. Um, all right. My side number one. Um I'm gonna go with I mean, I'll just go with the best barbecue restaurant. Okay, you said sauce. You I'm said going sauce. barbecue restaurant. Um, I think it doesn't get as heated as maybe some of the other arguments.
0: I get more heated over sauce. I would say, yeah,
1: because most people like like all of Kansas City barbecue. So, mm-hmm. but it's an argument that people love having in a very civil way. That's a, yeah. just a great example for Claire. That's a because, good civil way. Yeah, because most people respect others' opinions. On Kansas City Barbecue. And it's not like if you like Jack Stack and I like Joe's, like we're going to hate each other. We can have a very civil argument about it, but we do love arguing, discussing uh, our favorite barbecue restaurants.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, all right. Let's see. Where do I want to round it out? I'm kind of getting thin here. Um, let's see. Um Man, I don't know if I like having that argument, but it it stirs. I'm trying to think if it's an argument or not. Mm. No, that's not an argument, though. Mm. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with this one then. Um, the fast fastest route to uh, Truman Sports Complex. <laughs> Everyone's got their route. People will argue. No, you should go this way, or here's the back way where you can come in, or or I'm gonna I'm gonna take the highway in. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's got a route. It's gonna debate which is faster, which is the best, uh, fastest route to Truman Sports Complex. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yep, I
1: know the I know the best way, so mm-hmm. I don't really have to argue about it with people. I also don't want to reveal my way. So um, side number two for me, um, I'm going with
0: <laughs> um, like is KU Mizzou? Is that is that too? That's. Uh, I feel like you said Kansas, Missouri. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm going scooters. Scooters. <laughs> Kansas Cityans um, have a very polarizing opinions on whether or not the birds bird scooters. scooters are good, bad. Um, a lot of people very much hate them. Mm-hmm. I'm going scooters. Hate the pick. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately.
0: Um, I just thought of one. Uh, now that we can are kind of wrapping up, I was like, a good one could have been like. Um, Should we add more parking to this place? Um, Yes, wherever you're at. Yeah. Is Meyer Boulevard two lanes or one lane between Ward Parkway and Warnell? That's a great argument. Um, Are Brittany and Jackson distractions? (laughs) That's one where I was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to have that argument.
1: Uh, Like
0: suburbs versus the city, I think. Is is that part of the metro?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The airport. People just love arguing about Mm -hmm. the airport. Love uh, arguing about the airport.
0: Is Governor Stumpy's in Brookside or Waldo? <laughs>
1: um, tax incentives for building people building.
0: Um, yeah. Um, the weather. Yeah.
1: Kansas City and just love arguing about the weather.
0: True, true.
1: Uh, I think like private schools too. Like if you went to private schools, arguing about amongst other private school kids, that is an argument that has had a lot mm-hmm. that I spend too much time arguing about. Uh, that's all I got. That's oh, all I got. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Oh, best grocery store? Are you a Hy-Vee or a price chopper or uh-huh. an in-house person?
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Um, all right. So that wraps us up this week. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line. Be sure to listen next week. Got a big announcement coming. Big announcement next week. A teaser for you. Oh, Be okay. sure to we listen. Have teased it. Okay, that's okay. That's right. They're te- we're teasing it now. Teasing so it. Big now. announcement coming up next week. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll see you around Kansas City.